We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. No immediate, no immediate fist bumps. Let's just breathe it in. You, you feel the vibe? You feel the vibes? All right, you feel that? Lowry. That's Jimmy. That's Bam. That's Tyler. Mm. All being available for the same game. All right. The starting lineup that we looked at this offseason, we said, that fits. That fits. Because fit is important. I don't I don't know how many times I can reiterate this shit. Because I see a lot of weird ass trades on the timeline. <laughs> and everyone keeps forgetting about motherfucking fit, spacing, all that shit. I, I said it the, I said it today that you know I feel like the timeline thinks spacing's for liberals. Come on, man. Like spacing, it is, it is 2022. It's the NBA. Fit matters. Spacing matters. And we saw it tonight. We saw our lineup. We saw our starting lineup. We saw Lowry, Duncan, Jimmy, Bam, PJ. We saw the we saw the bench. We saw Hero, Deadman come in. We we we, we haven't even seen Keith yet in a while. We don't even know what Debo is gonna do. We saw our team, and it was so beautiful. Everybody was out there just doing what they were supposed to fucking do. Nobody was like, hey, Max, play 40 minutes. <laughs> Nobody told Max to play 40 minutes. Nobody said, Gabe, save us. Nobody said, Caleb, we need energy and athleticism. All right, and we know you were damn near out the league a year ago, but we need you to save our asses. No, none of that shit happened tonight because we finally had our guys. And you know what happened? Heat win! Heat win! <laughs> God damn it, I am Alphonse City, a.k.a. Alf954. Welcome into the Miami Heat Beat postgame show, Hangover Time. I know it was a sorry-ass Spurs. I know they didn't have the Jonte Murray and uh, uh, late Jacob Turtle and all these. <laughs> I know that shit. I don't care. Because every time they got up 13, I wasn't scared for my life when it dropped to six. I was out here chilling. Like I, like I was at a fucking resort. Like I was at a spa. I had my drink in my hand. I was leaning back on my fucking couch. My dog was next to me. She's talking shit. I'm talking shit. We're having a good time. Not even worried. It dropped down to six. I'm like, we all right. We straight. Kyle Lowry's here. 
Jimmy's here. Bam ain't gonna let this shit slide. Duncan out here having a having a, a great game, only scoring 17 points. Nothing crazy. Getting in where he fits it. It was beautiful. Take me out, brass. Oh my god. Listen. I just listen. I've been enjoying this season. I'm I love this team. I love all these yurts and, and games and Kyle guys and Chris Silva sometimes. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm enjoying it. But it was nice. It was just nice tonight. Now, I know, like, Saturday, half these motherfuckers are going to be injured. Motherf- big toe soreness <laughs> all just spray all, all, all over the fucking plane. Like, there was a big big toe soreness plague all over the plane. But it was just nice to see our guys. It was nice to have an eat. Did y'all have a good night? I had a good night. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hell easy yeah. going. Brassy, brass. This is my first time in a while. Brass even coming to the motherfucker's stress. Right. No, <laughs> no, I'm. Brass was stress. I feel, I feel great, man. This is, this is what I've been expecting all year. What's the order? What are we doing? Yeah, Brassy. What kind of clips y'all got? I'm having a good time. It was. It's just beautiful. I am Alphonse in the AK Alpha Nine Five Four. Welcome to Miami Heat Beat Post Game Show Hangover Time. If you're watching live on Twitch, we love you. Thank you so much. You guys know the drill. You know the vibes. The chat be lit. Hit us with subscriptions. Every time the Heat win, you guys come through. Sometimes even when the Heat lose, you guys come through, and we love you for it. If you're watching the replay on YouTube, we love you too. But hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. And if you ever get the chance to hit up twitch.tv slash Miami Heat Beat after a game, do so because it is a way better, way more fun experience. Go ahead, Brass. Let's find out what everyone's drinking. And I'm going to be honest, I haven't been drinking a lot lately on the show. Saturday, that was a long time ago, a long time ago, a long time ago. <laughs> um, but outside of like drip drop nights, I said tonight I'm going to have a few drinks, have a little Tito's and Sprite. My player of the game, I'm going to get it before Kenny go ahead and steal my shit. Duncan motherfucking Robinson, because you played like trash. And, I, and this is the thing. I don't be talking about Duncan's entire career, trade him, all that shit off of a few games. But I will say when he played like trash, he's been garbage. You played like trash, and you came out tonight three for five in the first quarter. Never really let up. Defense was good. I mean, the off-ball defense was really good. The on-ball defense was good. The passing was great. Just finding Bam after it, – it, this is my favorite thing is instead of taking that dribble handoff and shooting no matter what, looking for Bam on that roll and Bam looking back, finding Bam and getting Bam some easy scores. Like, that DHO doesn't just have to be about Duncan. It can be about Bam, too. And tonight we saw it because Bam was aggressive and Duncan found him. It was a it was one of the best games I've seen all season from Duncan Robinson. Bon, what are you drinking and who was your player of the game? So I got a lot of wellness happening over here. I got, like, four. I got some water, some coconut water, <clears throat> uh, body armor, and... Um, some pomegranate juice. Um, but my player of the game. It's you got COVID? Because you, you no, do I a don't. lot of hydrating. I am. You, you know. Um, no, my player of the game, I'm going to go with. I got two people I really want to go to, but I think I'm going to give it to 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 Kyle. Right. Um, coming back after having been gone, what was it, like eight games? Um, and, and being the point guard that this team has needed them to be. 
um, finding guys, directing traffic, forcing Bam to be aggressive. Bam had a great night, but it's because Kyle fed him the very first three possessions, like getting him going. Um, Jimmy started slowly, wasn't finishing well, but it still looked good. Um, and yeah, and then like the lead shrunk, and then the bench came in and did give you that spark doing the things that the guys are supposed to do. Like you said, not asking uh, Max and Gabe to come, you know, play play Sabaho. Um, and they were able to grow the league a bit. And then the second half, starters came out. It was really good. And then Kyle um, did uh, a lot tonight. And some stuff that, you know, I'll, I'll look at later. Runner up to Bam, but that's all I'm going to say to him. Somebody else can take Bam. Yeah, Kyle had one shot tonight, and I feel like he dictated the entire – every time he was in there, he was dictating what was fucking happening. directed, redirected, vetoed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling like, it's one of the things, and let's give a shout-out to uh, Gianni. He told us before the season, don't worry about Kyle scoring. Hmm. And because I, – I get – but because of, of how we were used to Goron, like, no, we need that scoring, but – he does so many other things. He orchestrates so many things. Like, I didn't feel bad about half-court offense tonight. That's I don't know about y'all. It's when you do feel bad about the half-court offense that you ask for him to score. And I think that's fair. Like, when the shit's not happening, when the other pieces aren't doing the things and they need him to score, it's fair to ask him to go do that. And he has gotten better, like, throughout the season in, in picking those spots. And he has, and but what I will, but what I will say is, there is there is a thing w- w- from what Gianni was saying that don't worry so much about his scoring. It's not, it doesn't necessarily lead to wins or losses. Not every single time. There's a lot of times where he doesn't have to score, and he's dictating the entire game. Brass, what are you drinking? Who was your player of the game? So I did something a little different for my drink tonight. I looked up for since Kyle Lowry came back. We knew he was coming back. Um, I looked up to see if there's a drink called a Lowry or something. And I, what I found was there's a drink called a Malcolm Lowry, which is tequila, white overproof rum, triple sec, lime juice, and sugar syrup. So what I did is I changed that up a little bit. I tweaked it. So instead of the sugar syrup, so instead of the, the, the white overproof, I used some Bacardi because Miami. And I used, <laughs> instead of sugar syrup, I used some, uh, some maple syrup. For his uh, days in Toronto, and for a garnish, <laughs> I put uh, I put a couple of limes because uh, you know shout out to his buns. That's <laughs> I like the way you put the limes together. Yeah, mm. that sounds like it tastes really really good. It's really good. It's really the way really you good. just drink that needed a phrasing, by the way. Just oh. so mm. <laughs> Get your nose up in it. Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, uh, my my player of the game. Everybody um, horny. Where the I'll go. I, yeah, I'll go with Tyler tonight, man. Tyler. Tyler, Tyler was, was absolutely killing it tonight. Twenty four points, eleven for twenty, with over five from three. Didn't yeah, let that, that stop. That was my him. favorite part. Just yeah, kept getting to you the know what, He still did it. Another. See, last year, I that I don't think that would have happened. I think if he if he were yeah. cold from three, I don't think he would have been trying to you know to to get up there and score in the paint. He's and not afraid of doing. contact. No, he's not. So yeah, I mean you know between between uh, Duncan and Tyler tonight, man, that's some entertainment crap. <laughs> <laughs> Brass can say it. Brass can say it. Brass can say it. I can say it. Yo, my favorite, one of my favorite things on the timeline, shout out to Chris Joseph, at my Chris Joseph on the timeline. I always post, these white men are dangerous, the gifts, but he always posts, this is picture from Publix in the wine aisle. It just says, exciting whites. Exciting whites. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. It's almost (laughs) as good as entertainment crackers. Um, I just say it. Brass did. That was great. <laughs> uh, we lost like 10 viewers over that. Um, yeah. oh, whatever. <laughs> they were all there for They'll January the 6th. Talk. I'll come back. <laughs> Kenny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, YouTube chat. Jesus. Uh, what are so you drinking tonight? And uh, who is your player of the game? All right. So I got the vodka lemonade again from the baby bottle. But the good thing about the baby bottle is it's already halfway done. Let me tell you so, something. Let me tell you. No, no, I want to explain something to you, Kenny. You're not drinking. Whatever you're oh. doing isn't called drinking. <laughs> it, you got to give me the excuse though. It's Thursday. I'll get real drunk tomorrow. It's a baby bottle and it's already half gone. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you still have that? I drink oh, that on oh. the way home from the liquor store. <laughs> yeah, that's like a hold on just a second. And then you're done. And then, then you finish your thought. Like I just bought a handle of Tito's and I was like, I'm not going to drink too much tonight. That shit's a, a quarter of the way empty already. You do with that what you do with Listerine. <laughs> I brushed my teeth with that shit. Kenny, man, up. Damn. No. Right, but my player better game. internet and they can't afford the liquor now. So. <laughs> Shout out to Katiana. I am frugal. I'm financially responsible. I'm all the good things you want to say about it. But my player of the game, I wanted to go Deadman because we never go him for some reason. Friends of the show. Shout out to Delroy Lindo face. But I am going to go with Bam because we yes. just can't leave him uncredited. Again with the aggression. It was there again tonight and it was in the way he should be aggressive. In his spots, going towards the basket, getting his job done, playmaking when he needs to, all that good stuff. And I say all that to say this also, Derek White got to get bangs or some shit. I don't yeah. know what's oh, going on, but he got to figure that shit out. Take me out, Bryce. Listen, first of all, your forehead shouldn't have that 90-degree angle to it, first of all. And then you don't highlight the 90-degree angle with a white headband. Like yeah, the headband, like the headband being on your scalp defeats the purpose. Bro, like you, you got to have better friends. Like there, whoever Derek White associates himself with, <laughs> lets him run out on the court night after night with the sloping forehead. You know what I mean? Like you know, like a career criminal. Like if we were doing going back in the day. Like he just got, he has a he has a forehead of a Neanderthal, and someone said, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna cut off my my t-shirt sleeve. Put that shit right over there. Nobody will see it." 
And then you got baby hair coming out. Come on, man. What it's it's a lot going on, man. He's just I I don't know, man. Like you gotta have better friends. Hey, listen, uh, like Sir John Carnes says. Hey, listen, um, Derek White. Um, but one of you you did bring up uh Dwayne Dedman. We'll get to him in a minute. Shout yeah. out to the mechanic. The shit is taken over. Go to shop.miamiheatbeat.com. Get your mechanic shirt. Everybody calling him a mechanic. Uh, we had a fan, Jay Jock. Shout out to Jay Jock. He's probably not watching because he was at the arena tonight. Met up with Jax, was wearing the mechanic shirt. Jack said, I love that shit. So listen, the mechanic shit, it's 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 canon by now. Oh, all right. And this, ha- and this happened tonight. By, oh. by, uh, you read. Dwayne Dedman going to get called for the foul. That's number four on the mechanic. Lego. So then, did you also hear when? Um, so after he made the three and he did this, and he was like, "What is who is what? What is he calling? What?" <laughs> oh wait, you mean you mean the uh, what we put on the shirt? Brad, bring it in on that real quick. Yeah, on, yeah. Oh, on, you thought girl. we was out here playing? You thought we did that shit for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> he calling triple a right now <laughs> what y'all got on these streets my shop empty um but yeah we'll get to Dwayne Devin in a minute because once again like best backup five in the league and we'll talk about some of the things he's done but what I, I want to get to bam um second night in a row and yes they would they didn't have uh Jacob Pertle they had some guy who was out there uh, just looking like an overgrown frat boy. Um, they had uh, what, what's his name? I can't remember his name right now. You know, Nate from Euphoria. Not Nate from you. The black dude. What's his face? Let me look. Oh, Thad him? Young. Oh. Thad Young, who people wanted to trade uh, for in the off season, just looking like inept against Bam. Mm-hmm. But Bond, I don't. It's not about who he was facing. It's about the fact that he saw who he was facing. And got aggressive as shit, and it's that's two nights in a row. Is this something that we're like, oh shit, he can build upon that? And this is with Jimmy in the lineup, with with Kyle in the lineup, like he's being aggressive. This is two nights in a row. Is this something we can count on going forward? Do you think? Well, I hope so. Then this is the stuff that that these is these are the types of things that I know myself personally been asking for, right? Like. It, it And it didn't look like he was forcing anything. It didn't feel like he was trying too hard in, in, in ways that, you know, caused him to overdribble or bounce the shit off his foot or mishandle the ball. Um, he felt One turnover that night, by the way. I'm sorry on, to interrupt. Right? One turnover. That's what I'm saying. He was secure with the ball and was comfortable and was in and, and being functional and aggressive in all of the spots and all of the different types of ways that you want him to be. Um, it needs to be something they can build on. You talked about... Uh, um, him and Jimmy, him and Kyle, um, and the fact that he was continuing to be aggressive in those lineups. In the very beginning, it was a little like he got off to his six, you know, his six nothing run, um, and then the rest of the offense kind of struggled to get a fitting, uh, a footing a bit, and then it kind of settled in. Uh, so there are still places where it, you know, maybe needs to be wrinkled out a bit, but this needs to be something that they can go on because it allows them to do things like play him and Detman, uh, which they did a lot later. Um, and so it's just, it, it, it is one of the biggest pieces that is going to, if not the biggest piece that's going to determine how far this team can go is how willing he's, how willing he is to look like this um, on a more frequent, more forceful, more consistent basis. 
Bon, I, before I leave you for a second, mm-hmm. the, the I thought tonight the Bam and the last two nights actually the Bam Deadman minutes I didn't hate them because they waited till PJ and and uh, Jimmy were out of the game, right? So now you have three certified shooters. We're not talking yeah. about yes. uh, PJ, who is the best three point shooter in the league, but he has his spot. Yeah. We're, we're talking about three guys that can shoot from anywhere on the floor, whether it be Duncan, Struess, Gabe. Kyle, they had they had multiple Tyler. They had multiple guys who could shoot from anywhere, and then they put in the Dwayne and the the Bam lineups. I liked it actually, and that's how it's going to have to function. If it you know is that it does, it's going to have to be with the rest of them um, being able to be able to space, and the two of them being far enough spaced apart. I got a little bit of that um, a bit later when we get to to my part, but yeah, like. That is something else that they can build on, and but that is made possible by Bam um, continuing to want to look effective down there in those in those moments when he has it. Uh, Tiff, uh, who who can't come on the show tonight, wish he could. Says Dad, looking like Morgan Freeman in Glory. Goddamn, Tiff. <laughs> yeah, man. He, people want Dad on the Heat, but he's a professional athlete with no muscle definition. He ain't trying to hoop for them. <laughs> we good. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. But I do want to add to the point about Bam also. Um, The playmaking with Kyle being back. So playmaking isn't necessary because sometimes we, including myself, I'm not, I'm not exempt from this. Sometimes we view playmaking as breaking the defense down and getting the assist. It's not necessarily all, all it is. Sometimes it's about getting your guys in the right position where they're the most comfortable to score. And so some of that is Kyle being back also. I just wanted to add that. Not to give Kyle credit because Bam has to finish those plays. He has to know he has to finish them. And he was. But that was also a factor too. But Brash, you saw tonight. Finally, we get that starting lineup back together, and you still see it's not without clunkiness, right? right. It ain't perfect. It's it's still you know like they, it was twenty one nineteen after the first. I mean, uh, before they started substituting, they were down like five to a really hapless San Antonio team. But what I will say is, you know, they they weren't scoring, but they weren't really allowing San Antonio to score either. But you you start you you see the vision and what it could be, and I, I I'm just excited for them to continue to play together. Unquestionably, um, if they had lost tonight, that would have been four straight. The timeline would have been brutal. Oh my, that would have been awful. But they Kyle did, but it had, had they lost tonight, 
what would we have been saying? We would have said like, well, it's going to take a little time for it to click yeah. and everything. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. And as clunky as it did look at, at moments, and it definitely did, mm -hmm. um, they still ended up winning by almost 20 points. And, and again, I don't care how bad the Spurs are. You know, look at this. Did you I, this craziest fucking stat that Eric said uh, on on the uh, the show tonight was uh, that this was I think the first back to back win that we've had in San Antonio, like the last yeah. ever, like in franchise yeah. history. Wow. So, you know, and the Spurs have been up and down, you know, other seasons. I mean, this might be down a little lower than some others, but. It doesn't really matter. It's still it's still a road game. Uh, listen, they're playing in a rough climate right now in fucking Texas. I mean, it's Ted Cruz there, probably man. left. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, it. I it's it's gonna. What you saw tonight is only going to get better. So I I feel good as they play more minutes together. And you know what? Uh, I think we're gonna go out of order a little bit, Brass. If that's okay with you, Not I'd like surprised. to go to Bond's breakdown next because. Okay. There's a lot of things that we're talking about that I believe that she's going to hit on uh, some of the with the Kyle stuff, the Bam stuff, the Devin stuff. So let's let's go to the Bonds breakdown next. Oh, hold on. Hold up. Let me break it down so it can forever and consistently be broke. And Cruz get bent out of the air. He probably got out of there last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're probably right. Jason yeah. Capono showed up, but Cruz had to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so the first one, uh, before we get going, I think this is all offense. I, this might be my first time having an all offense package in a while. Um the very first situation. One, you're right. The very first one, uh, it's kind of one that I picked by mistake, but it works because I want to give him some love. This is just <laughs> this is just Tyler uh, on the breakaway. Go ahead, Brass. Um, you know, I understand Jimmy's importance. I understand, you know, what Jimmy is supposed to be as kind of the figurehead of, of this team. Um, I personally, as Miami got to pick, I would have liked to have seen Tyler in the in the All-Star game. I think, one, he'd just be more fun to watch in the All-Star game, too. Um, and, and, you know, I think he, he's responsible for a lot of them, you know, it's kind of just even being able to stay afloat, um, when they were winning, when everyone was healthy, this recent stretch didn't help them, but, um, well, you can go to the next one. I just wanted to throw that in there since I accidentally picked the wrong play. So pause here. <laughs> um, so, so this is our sixth point, right? The, the very first two points were, were bam baskets and they were from, um, feeds from Kyle. So at this point, this is the third one. They're in transition. Bam is the head of the play. You have Kyle over here by the AT&T. This is a great look into that that pocket of space. So go ahead. He makes his pass. Pause. So then Bam catches it, feels himself like absorbs the contact. Uh, is 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 light of foot. Gets around to the other side of the rim. And, and go ahead. This is just kind of encompassing all the things that you want from them. He's strong, nimble, agile, and, and and finishing and doing so in a way that he he felt comfortable. He didn't feel rushed. Um, this was the tone for him. I think this was a great tone setting um, first six points for him all game. Um, and no one else looks to feed him that way. Like Jimmy will, will, will make an entry. Tyler will make an entry. 
But if he kicks it out and says, run the rest of the offense, they'll be like, cool, you know, we run the rest of the offense. Kyle, no, like operate, make them do something, make them, you know, respond to you. So um, I thought that was good. Um, go ahead. So, okay. So Tyler here, boom. So a little bit of the clunkiness, right? Some of the, the space falls. So Tyler passes it into to, to Bam. Can you run it back for me one more time? And then you're going to watch them have like half a pause and then they're going to start to cut on top of each other a bit. So go ahead. He makes the entry and then they'll freeze and then PJ is going to cut and then Jamie's going to cut and then pause. And then like, you know, by this time they're, they're kind of already clear, but you have time running off. Now you're putting him in a position to where he has to hold it a little bit longer. Whereas, you know, maybe if they cut in or do things differently, exchange, you know, do something else. Um, you know, they have a bit more space. Go ahead. They end up clearing it out. You get Tyler Bam um, with the possibility of having this whole space. And then Kyle loses his ball because he was going to pass the ball to Bam because he had him pinned. Um, and I think Kyle was about to make that pass. <clears throat> um, and then last thing is the dead man Bam, right? So Paul, we have Gabe coming off of this, this Bam Deadman stagger. Bam is first, um, Deadman is second. Bam's going to dive. Uh, Deadman will kind of space pop a little bit. Go ahead. So now here, pause. So right, Alf, like you were talking about, this is, you, you have Deadman Bam, but now that's Max in the corner. You have Gabe here. And then I think that's Duncan on the wing. So Gabe and Devin are going to kind of do a little bit of a um, some two-man action. What I would have liked to have seen, though, I would have liked to have seen Max from that left corner um, vacate clear to this right, like set, Bam set this hammer screen, um, get Max out of that corner so that roll this, oh, go ahead, Brass, so that he has a bit more space to complete that and so his man's not there. Um, I think if you send Max on this, like, baseline screen to this corner, uh, you make that defender run, let it run one more time. You you make Bam defender have to do something, um, and then you clear that space out for, for what you're looking at. But I say all that to say that they did a lot of stuff <clears throat> that I think um, should, you know, be things that they should be able to feel comfortable in, in going to consistently, um, given, you know, that they have their God. That's it. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. See, when I watch that Bam and um, Deadman play right there, I don't see anything that Deadman's doing that Jimmy like it's he's occupying the Jimmy space in my opinion. So it's like that's where I'm like it's okay for you. But it's to play because this. what you can do, what they do with that defensively, they look really, really good defensively. I think that's where I like to see a lot of it because of like what it looks. Like. I love the defensively because, and I think you know what? Let's let's go to Deadman's garage now because I think I have one of these blocks where Deadman was just lying in wait. Because Bam, uh, Bam up is up there guarding uh, fucking guards and point guards and shit. Let's go ahead. Let's go to Deadman, the mechanics garage. Call me. My favorite though, that old black man that worked on everybody's car in the black neighborhood. 
You know, you need a little carburetor fix or something, you go to him, he be talking to you whole time with his just hanging off his lip. What you got there now? What you got there? Yeah, bring that back around here for my four plus. You ain't no goddamn problem. I'll put a carburetor on there for you. I used to work out the plant 15 goddamn years. I put a car right on there for you. Nigga, just bring me back a pair. Boy, you know what, boy? You look like your goddamn daddy. You don't look like you, you need. <laughs> A couple things I want to address in the chat before we go further. They are hating your fucking hat, Kenny. What the fuck, bro? Yeah, so I've been wearing this all season, just nobody could tell. And <laughs> I promise, nobody wants to see me without a hat. This is let me get through this show. Nobody wants to see me without a hat. Leave him alone. <laughs> I seen Kenny without a hat. That shit is a roundabout. <laughs> you afraid to get roasted? You can't be afraid to get roasted. Oh no. No, I'm not, but I'm definitely okay. not doing that. Since we talk about heads, I just want to ask quickly, why don't we put pressure on white men to go ahead and just shave it all off like we do black men? Because I got a couple shots of pop tonight, and I know, you know, like, I don't know, but, like... Because white men don't look... When white men go bald, they look racist most of the time. <laughs> yeah, they already have a choice. Yeah, it's like, when if they, they just got to keep rock, you know, comb, and they can, they got the comb over that we don't got. But he don't comb, it's just like, it looks like... You well, remember... Pop. Pop you don't give a fuck no more. You ever go to me museum as a child and put your hand in the little static orbs and it kind of... <laughs> yeah. Pop yeah, on, it's either that or, a, or the American meat, so I'll just go with that. Pop on, like, you know, old civil rights leaders just had their shit out here. <laughs> and, like, I done did enough. I don't have to shave my head. Absolutely Pop, right. pop is... When you are established like Pop is, you don't well, have to rep for nobody. Yes, yes, yes. You okay. know? But uh, yeah, and also they look racist when they uh, when they shave their heads. All right, let's go to the first clip. I gotta figure out. I've been drinking too much tonight. What I give you? I know it was a block. Oh, I love this shit. Get the fuck out of here. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Fucking little Lonnie Walker. What the fuck you doing? And I I do like Lonnie Walker, but get that shit. Lonnie Walker had a, tried that second effort shit and. Devin ain't even leave his feet. He's like, I ain't gonna <laughs> fuck with my god off this. I love you that. Play, you, you play in the University of Miami. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that one. All right, let's go to the next one. I thought it was. What's that? I said, that's not the, th the block I thought it was. Oh, it's this one, I think. I don't remember. Yes. Here you go. <laughs> Get that shit. Be Listen, and this is what I was talking about with Deadman and Bam on the floor together, right? Yes. Usually, this is a free dunk because look what Bam has to do. Boom. Get the fuck out of here. And I think they scored on that play, but I don't care. Yeah, I cut that part out. No one cares about that. Yeah, no one. No one. A long time ago. Play that again. This is the shit that, like, excites me. This, there are some things to like about the two big lineup. Baby, oh, my God. <laughs> and Bam Bam out here doing his thing. So you can do yep. that. You can have both of those guys out here. And then offensively, you, like you were saying before, Bond, you have three you have three shooters out there. So the spacing isn't as clunky because, shit, that's the same spacing when Bam and Jimmy are out there. So Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, but I've always said that I when know, it comes to starting another big, Jimmy's, Jimmy's occupying the big spot anyway. So you can't yeah. have... 
Oh yeah. I when Dan I feel I feel way better about it than when Jimmy does. Let's go to the next one, Brad. Oh, here we go. And this is what I'm talking about with the Deadman Three. Look at him. You know, he getting them Tims behind. I, those are lugs. They're blue, so they're lugs. Like that. Those are those are lugs. The so you get them lugs behind that three point line. Bam out there. Bam rim runs. Yep. My when man said. My man said stretch five. Fuck your. <laughs> my man said your boy got a track record of this shit. Why are you not looking at your boy for the stretch five position? Play that again. Play this again. Look, bam rim run, so he yep. knows stay stay on the trail three. Bang. Oh, you know what? Listen. Fuck. Dirk he said Dirk ain't got shit on me. The whole the, the whole bench, like call triple A. Let it go. All right, and I believe this is the last one. I did it. We had a big Deadman tonight because I I finally got my mechanic shirt. He played really really well. He deserved. He did. It. He was he was and best backup five in the league in my opinion, and I believe I'm right. <laughs> you gonna tell me Andre Drummond? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Andre Drummond doing this? <laughs> my man came in. He followed the Jimmy miss. And this yeah. is all you expect. This is all you want out your big man, out your backup big. Just clean up the fucking mess. And that's I what he did. I don't know if this man done turned his whole back. <laughs> and that's, you know what? And that's why I love, we love the mechanic. We love Mr. Deadman. That's why we devote a whole segment to him. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I think he's the best backup big in the league. And when you have all these guys together, and you're what did what did Demon play? Uh, he had 15 minutes tonight. But he, need it. he played his ass off. <laughs> 15 minutes of clips, right? 15 minutes and five personal fouls. <laughs> that is a Deadman stat line. 15 minutes, nine points, three rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and five motherfucking fouls. Mm-hmm. You got your money's worth tonight. Absolutely. He went home and had a cigar. Yes, he deserved it. <laughs> I did my job. I know, I know I did my shit. Um, and speaking of Deadman, uh, someone said I almost fell asleep mid-sentence. Yeah, I've had way too much drink. <laughs> Let me ask you, this is not a normal Thursday show for me. Um, speaking of Deadman and speaking of the fact that he looks like black history, um, it's February. I know I'm, I'm throwing brass off. I apologize. <laughs> like we had a plan for the show, and I don't fuck. Um, it, it's February's Black History Month. If you watched the last show, uh, all month long, Miami Heat beat Hangover Time. We are going to highlight um, without any facetiousness, no jokes, no laughter. This we are just being very serious about highlighting great moments in Black history with our segment uh, Black in Time. And uh, so let's go, Brass. Let's let's take let's take the let's take the audience black in time for another Black History moment. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. Looking black in time. 
Born in South Carolina in 1927, Althea Gibson became the first black American to win a Grand Slam tournament, the French Open, in 1956. She went on to win Wimbledon and the U.S. Championship at Forest Hills. In this photo, Gibson blows kisses to a cheering New York City crowd during a 1957 parade in her honor. Fun fact, the officer in this photo was later suspended for hate speech. This was another edition of Looking Black in Time. <laughs> hey, that's wild, man. That one was fucking crazy. That's wild. We just we we successfully get him out of our memory. He just comes back. No, that was an actual picture from history. I mean, who came back? The officer, the officer, man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> we, we try to forget about all the heinous crimes he was committing. I, I just thought it was a fun fact. I'm not sure. Exactly. What, uh, I'm not sure. We just run that back, Brass, because I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. Looking black in time. Born in South Carolina in 1927, Althea Gibson became, became the first black first American black to win a Grand, Grand Slam tournament, tournament, the French Open, in 1956. She went on to win Wimbledon and the U.S. Championship at Forest Hills. In this photo, Gibson blows kisses to the New York City crowd during a 1957 parade in her honor. Fun fact. The officer in this photo was later suspended for hate speech. This was another edition of Looking Black in Time. <laughs> I just realized that there's a couple there's a couple of people in the chat that don't know who the cop is. <laughs> Which is great. Just just think about it. Suspended for hate speech. Um, I just enjoy it. Uh. Man. <laughs> well, we got like nine more of those, so. <laughs> They're all going to get worse. Just to let you know. There was one that I brought brass today, and I was like, oh, we can't do it. Mm -mm. Yeah, we can't do that one. That was at, uh, that was at Jesse Owens Olympics, and I was like, we can't do that one. Oh, that's How a guy would have fit perfectly, but we can't. <laughs> I just want to say, any editing that goes on in these things, Alpha's telling me to do all this shit, okay? I have no choice. Um, let's go back to basketball. Uh, wait, what someone's asking, was it Barrett or Rio? No, that was Barrett. Well, that but... feels racist. Yeah, that's Leo. We know Leo by now. Leo's a real oh, question. Leo. See, I didn't even realize that was Leo to ask. I would have never highlighted that comment. <laughs> we appreciate your viewership, Leo, but you're an idiot. Um, I still appreciate I wasn't going to say all that. 
He's a little he's a little he's a little racially um what's the word I could use? Insensitive? Racially insensitive. He seems to not have a real good thing for black people. I didn't (laughs) know real (laughs) Hey. I didn't know like a discreet way to say it. You're saying when you're on the way home. He's you're saying when you're on the way home, and, when you're on the way home in Hialeah, and you pass <laughs> a bunch of people with American flags on the corner, you're saying one, one of them of might Americans. be Leo. <laughs> Just a whole <laughs> bunch of negro, daddy, all this other shit, like a whole bunch a couple, of stuff going on. Shout out to a couple subs we got. Um, uh, one uh, Londono subscribe with Prime. Thank you. Hayden Hughes, 97, we subscribe one month at tier one. That's 13 straight months for you, so thank you for that. And uh, Kev Season gifted a one month tier one sub to uh, Royal 07 King. So, yeah. Yes. So thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate y'all, Brass. Go ahead and hit him one time with the drip drop. Gonna hit him one time with a drip drop. Oh. All right, now it's also another thing that I'm like forced to do in here. Yeah, <laughs> I do a lot of shit against my will on the show. Uh, that is drip cool. drops and okay. the racist photoshops. <laughs> hey, Leo said he's dark and Hispanic, like this is not Miami, and we don't know how they are. Yeah, they don't really. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. next segment, uh, we'll do that on life and opinions about people of color because that <laughs> shit has gotten out of hand. Um, let's go to the Gaga guy of the game. I, I like Siobhan's face when I said uh, people of color. <laughs> like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, listen, I, we only got one of these, but Duncan was on. I mean, Hero was on some shit tonight. Go ahead. Go back, Brass. He was two for three on these shits. <laughs> oh, we forget about that. Two or three. Nah, that motherfucker. Gah, 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 you bitch ass. Y'all forgot I could dunk? I just need a wide open lane and no resistance. We be not doing this in the All-Star game. <laughs> and I put Tyler in the dunk contest. I've seen enough. Oh, too no, much. But I'm, somebody was like, Tyler would be more exciting in the All-Star game, and that's fucking right. Yeah. I don't want to see Jimmy passing, off, oh, uh, passing out of layups. I just said, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.